podcast with Hannah Nuss, your host and extraordinaire. That doesn't make sense, but I said it anyways. Welcome. It's so great to have you. I have missed being here with you. I took a little bit of time off. Yep, it's called the weekend. Welcome. I took two days. Ha! But then I took three because it was a three-day weekend. So I took a little time off from doing this and I missed it. Like I almost just felt no energy the entire weekend. Find spaces where I can continue to do this work, even on the weekends, as it lent itself. So I... I'm so psyched to be back here. I'm so excited. My daughter got sick over the weekend, which was kind of nice. Not that she was sick, just that we kind of had a day to just rest at home and get some stuff done. So I feel like I'm kind of caught up. I will go ahead and knock on wood because as soon as I say that, um, my other daughter will be in here sick knocking on wood. Gotta bend over a little bit. There we go. Anyways, now that the wood has been knocked on, I can continue speaking. So this week has been super hard or last week. And I talked last week about the rejection of last week, but it's also coupled with, um, volleyball season starting. And last year was my last year as a head coach. And People are now starting to realize that, and now they're starting to ask questions. So this is kind of the moment that I feared of, like, how will I answer that? What is that going to look like when people do ask? Um, And people ask out of shock and horror, like, oh, my goodness, how could you stop? You were so successful. And I don't know that I have a great answer, uh, or I don't have an answer that will get them to understand. And so I think that's the harder part of all of this is just realizing that it had to come to an end for me. And not other people aren't going to understand or probably accept that. And the reality is they're going to fill in their own blank regardless of what I tell them. So I'm guessing everyone's been at this place at some point where you've just made a decision that's true to you and people don't understand it. So that's what I'm talking about today. I don't know why I just always knew that coaching was going to be a season of my life, but it was going to be kind of short term. And I didn't know how long or how short. um, But I knew that it wasn't going to be something that I always did. I just knew it was going to be a season of my life, it wasn't going to be my life. And so I was called to quit probably at about year three. And I kept going. Um, into year four. And after year four, I had debated for about two years now, whether or not I could stop this. And, and what would everyone think? And what would, what would they say? And what would happen? And what I realized is that I had to make the decision for me. And my reasons live with me. And at the end of the day, Anybody who wants to know 
will take time to sit down and talk to you about it. And everybody else, why do you care? I stopped caring because I don't know everybody else. And guess what? Of about, I don't know, probably a thousand, if not more, everybody else's, probably three sat down with me and honestly had conversations with me. So I just began realizing that I was making decisions based on what everybody else thought. And everybody else doesn't actually care. Most of everybody else who you're putting so much weight in, most of all of those other people don't actually care. And I found this out firsthand. I'm like, nobody, nobody honestly sat down and asked why. Everybody just kind of put together, piecemealed their own version of what happened and why. And that's what's going to happen. And I just realized that I had to make the decision for me, regardless, for me, for my family, for my mental self, for all of the reasons that I had to do it. And I had to quit making decisions based on what other people's opinions were of it. And if you have to make a decision like that, where there isn't really a good way of explaining it, where there isn't really any logical sense that anyone could piece together when you have to make those decisions, you have to just be okay with people filling in the blanks for you. So I feared this week, this one coming up where people have now realized that I didn't come back to coach and where people start filling in the blank for me. And it would take on so many interpretations of what it was and people would adopt that and derive it and make it whatever they wanted it to be, right? They'll fill in their own blank. Oh, I'm sure that it was just tough with her kids or I'm sure that it was that she didn't ever get any respect. I'm sure that it was fill in the blank. I'm sure there are a billion reasons out there for why I did what I did. And this week, I'm just living in fear, like I don't even want to see anyone. I don't want to have to explain it again. Because I, my only explanation is that it was just time. And I can't even explain that to myself. I mean, one of my episodes is about this whisper of like, Hannah, you have to stop this is enough. You've put in too much headspace. You need to go do something else. And I remember telling it like, no, I'm good at this. Just let me be. I don't even care. I don't care if I'm good or bad or anything. Like, I just enjoy doing this. Let me be. And it wouldn't stop. And it just kept putting these moments of realization into my life. And I was going to keep trying to prove it wrong. And I was going to be the one suffering through those moments. And so it was just time. And people, now that they're figuring this out, and they're asking the questions, don't like that answer. They definitely don't like that. You could just make a decision for yourself. And you could just change and show up as someone different tomorrow, right? That makes when you change, it makes other people uncomfortable, like wildly uncomfortable. Like when I answer like that, 
it's almost too insignificant. Like, what? Okay, no, there's got to be something. Like, no, literally. Yes, there were about a billion other things. But literally, it just didn't make sense for my life anymore. And then it was just time to move on. And I had to be okay with that. My family had to be okay with that. We all had to take a moment of deep breaths and confidence and surety in where we were headed in this new space. And it was so hard. And not in the fact that it was hard to go in and just be done. It was hard to come down and realize that people are going to formulate what this looks like. You no longer control the narrative around this, right? And my best friend had sent me something probably two days before I decided I was going to resign. And it said, you can just stop something and it doesn't have to be dramatic. You can just be done. And I'm so thankful for her sending that to me because it pushed me to just be done and not have the dramatics around it, not have tears, not have drama, just move on because that's what was best for my life. And it was so hard to let go of the control of that narrative. You know, knowing that every person is going to be filling in the blank for you um, and how unfortunate that is, but also how beautiful that is um, because... You can. You can just wake up and change. You absolutely can. You you can fill the space with whatever it is you feel necessary and know that regardless of your best attempts, people are going to fill in the blank for you when you make a decision. And that's okay. You know, I just had to be okay with everyone else controlling the narrative because what happens what happens if people who don't know me start saying things about me that aren't true? I don't know. People who do know me either stand up for me or don't and just take it in. And I had to stop letting everyone else control me because I don't know everyone else. Right? You don't know them. They don't have names or faces or even personalities or anything. Everyone else? Who is that? I don't know them and I don't really want to put any weight into who they are and what they think because I don't know them. Ugh. And yet I've made so many of my life decisions based on everyone else. Based on what everyone else thought. And I don't even know who they are. Ugh. So this was the first time that I had made an adult decision based on myself. And this is the first time that I've had to live with people's grimaces when you answer. Yeah, it was just time. Or whatever it looked like, which that's the honest answer. I don't know. I don't really know why 
God or whoever, whatever power was calling me to be done and telling me that my headspace belonged elsewhere. Um, but that's it. You kind of can't keep turning away from that call. I had already turned away from it for a year and a half. And I don't, I still don't know why. I'm guessing there's this bigger call or this bigger person or there's something else I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what that is yet. Maybe it's this. Hello. <laughs> Maybe it's this podcast. And, you know, there could be a million different reasons and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It's your life. What do you want to do? And then stop letting everybody else dictate whether or not there's worth in that. Right? Why does anyone care? You know, it's not like I quit my nine to five and my children might starve. Literally, my children actually might be eating better now because I actually have time to feed them. I actually have time and money to support what they need to do. I'm not rushing out the door every two seconds trying to serve every other person but myself and my family, right? And I don't know why everyone gets so concerned with you and what you're up to, but I can promise you everyone goes away rather quickly past this week. I'm just hoping that I make it through this week. If I could just put on some blinders and put in some um, noise canceling headphones and not listen to anybody um, and not look at their faces when I tell them it was just time. It's okay. And they're so concerned, like, oh, I hope you get back into it. I hope you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that'll look like. Oh, don't you think you'll coach your dot? I I honestly don't know. And I don't think they actually care. Honestly, I feel like they're just asking so they can start spreading maybe truer rumors than what's going around. I don't know. Um, but few and far between are people who have actually asked what happened for an actual reason of being concerned about me versus them just being able to come to the water cooler with a cooler, maybe more authentic story then I don't know. I think this is what happened. And it's okay. I'm just taking a deep breath and being okay. Like, honestly, the fact that people even care still um, baffles me a little bit. But here we all are. So I think what this message is about more than me just getting over myself and getting over that people actually probably don't care. And I'm being honestly dramatic. Um, but the honest message is how many times in our lives do we make decisions based on what other people are going to think? Right. And this podcast and this journey is part of that. 
I don't know. What are other people going to think? I'll just avoid other people until everybody's kind of over it. Um, and hopefully just nobody follows me or sees what's going on because I don't really want to live through the questions, the wondering what, because a lot of times people assign your success with how much money you're bringing in with your, ability to like quit your day job to do this, right? People assign success based on whatever they assign it success to, right? Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's a follower thing. Maybe it's a who knows? I don't know. People are crazy. That's what I found out. Um, but people just readily assign whatever they want to whatever they want. And the honest truth is, Nobody knows what it looks like for you. They don't. You have to make decisions based on you. And yes, you can avoid people. That's true. Um, but the moment that you start owning it because you just enjoy doing it, right? And that's kind of what I always say about this pot. Like, I just enjoy talking and I built myself a table, right? I didn't have any other opportunities to do something that I love doing every day. So I just started doing it. I just built my own table and did the damn thing, right? And I don't care. I care about you, good listener. You're good people. Um, but I don't really care what anybody else thinks about it. And the honest truth is if you don't listen, if all you want to do is ask questions, but you aren't willing to put in the time to support it and to love it and to help bring it to life, then I really don't care what you think. And I really am not going to supply you with enough to fill the rumor mill, right? Like unless you're willing to listen, support and love on whatever this is, then you don't even get time for me to answer, right? You don't even deserve that. If you're just trying to fill your ears with knowledge so you can take it out into the world, if you're just trying to take ammunition in to take me down, right? Because everybody else is just guessing, but now you actually know and you can go sit at the table with this new beautiful thing, right? All this knowledge and now you can actually take me down with the information I just gave you, congratulations, that is good work. Anytime that I hear about <laughs> small town bars and people, I actually heard this about my husband, and it was probably the funniest thing I've ever heard, is that someone was sitting on a Saturday night drinking some whiskey at the local tavern and talking about my husband and how he was in high school and how he must be as an adult. And I'm just like, wow, really? You don't even know him. You knew him in high school. You realize how many years ago that was. How would you even know? You wouldn't. 
you don't. So stop talking. And then I'm just sitting there listening to this person unknowingly talk about this, not thinking that I'm hearing them or thinking that I'm hearing them and not caring. And I'm just like, how sad. How sad that your entertainment is talking about someone that you don't even know on a Saturday night over a glass of whiskey. Good for you. Wow. And that's the truth behind all of this. When you're doing something that makes other people uncomfortable, or it looks like you're more successful than they are, you will become the topic of bar conversations. Congratulations. Or fill in the blank. Maybe there's a group of followers that are looking at what you're doing, and they live in a church group. Those are my favorite. The um, people who sit and judge people within the confines of the church, because then it's not, it's not a sin if you're doing it at church. We serve on the church choir. We help with the youth ministry. We aren't sinning. We aren't bad people for talking shit on all of these good people who are just trying to do good things in the world, but it doesn't happen in the church, so they couldn't actually be good people. No, we are the, we are the best people, us sitting right here. And anyways, sorry, that was a little bit of a high horse topic. Um, <laughs> but these people the ones who sit, who don't do anything, who don't add any value, who wouldn't be willing to sit at a table with you and talk about the decisions that you've made or the things that you're doing. And even worse, they'll sit and talk smack about the things that you're doing and won't support you. Those people can't touch you. They can't. And if those words get back to you, which that's the only way that they'll get back is someone talking about it around you or with you. Don't let it touch you. It can't touch you. It's words. It's words. That makes sense or it doesn't. Whatever. Right? Why are we making decisions, life-altering decisions for ourselves based on what other people think about it? We have to stop caring about everybody else. And this is what I can tell you. Even if you're making a hard decision that other people don't understand, yes, people are going to talk. You have to get super comfortable with not caring about everybody else. If someone actually cares, they'll sit down and have a conversation with you. The people who don't care are the ones who ask you a two second question in passing. And it's more of a judgment question. You know, those like baited questions that are like, Oh, Oh my gosh, congratulations. You have a podcast. That's so cool. So who listens to that? Right? That's not someone who actually cares about you. 
right? They're just trying to get more information so they can take back and make fun of you. Oh my gosh, how cute. She does a podcast, right? And they're sitting at their church group talking before they actually start reading the Bible. And they say, oh, bless Hannah. Oh, she's doing a podcast. And she, she said she has like 10 listeners. Oh my gosh. Isn't that cool that she does that? She has 10 listeners. Isn't that cool? Oh my gosh, yeah, I would totally love to do something like that, but I'm sure that takes time away from her kids. Isn't it cool that she does that, though? Oh my gosh. 10 listeners, go her. Uh, Yeah. It happens. I almost guarantee it's happening, especially because I live in a rather small town. And not that any of those people would take time out of their beautiful days away from their church groups and their, you know, I don't know what they're all doing. Dang it. Um, Not that any of them would take time to listen because, you know, that would be actually supporting someone doing something. Um but they will definitely take some time out to get enough information from you to have better gossip wherever they sit. Maybe at the tavern. Is tavern a thing? That makes me sound kind of old schooly. I love it. Um, maybe at the tavern on Saturday night. Maybe at the church group on Wednesday night or Sunday morning. Um, whatever they can fill gaps in with and come with the best information, right? That makes them better to listen to. And then they have more followers than you. Look at them go. They got all the good information. But here is the thing. You can't let these people guide where you go in life. They are going to be there regardless. They are going to sit and judge you and talk and gossip and they can't touch you if you don't let them. They are going to come at you pretty hard. Just fill in the blank with the least complicated answer. Whatever it is, you don't have to explain yourself to them. You don't. They don't care. So fill in the blank with the easiest answer you can think of and give them nothing else. Let them fill in the blanks themselves. Who cares? Why do we care so much about what other people think? They don't touch you because they don't want to. They don't listen. They don't help. They don't support. So why do you care what they think? The only thing they want to do is take you down and have better gossip to share. Right? So don't give them ammunition to take you down. Give them as little of information as necessary. If they're willing to sit down with you for more than a half an hour, or they listen, or they support, or they help, those are the people that are worth spending your time with. The ones who want to have a one-off conversation with you about what it looks like, right? They want to talk to you for five seconds just to get enough information to take back to the tavern or to the church group. Those people aren't worth your time. Fill them in with enough information to get them to leave you alone and then move on. Right? Do not let them keep guiding your life. They will guide you right where they are. Comfortable and stagnant. Right? 
They aren't going anywhere. So why are you letting them stop you? They aren't comfortable with moving out of this space. If they were, they wouldn't be trying to take you down from getting to that new space, right? They're comfortable. Let them be comfortable. Give them enough information to take back to church group and then don't let it stop you. Keep going. You know, people are going to talk and fill in blanks regardless. You don't need to spend your time and energy trying to control that narrative. It's not worth it. People are going to fill in information with what they have and what they are assuming. Even if you tried to control the narrative, people are still going to fill in the blank. Well, she said it was this, but it was probably this, this, and this. And then all of a sudden that becomes the narrative and it doesn't matter. Think of how much energy you just wasted trying to get them to say what you wanted them to say. That's why it's not worth it. Everyone else is going to fill in the blank with whatever they feel necessary. You can try to do all you can do to stop them, but they won't stop regardless. So why are we spending so much energy and worse yet? Why are we letting these people change what we do with our lives? Everyone else can't touch you if you don't let them stop letting these people control your life you don't know them and even if you do if they're trying to stop you from doing something it may be out of love but you know you better than anyone else what do you want to do Not what does everyone else want you to do? What do you want to do with your life? And how are you going to start doing that and start living for that person and that person's passion and not what everyone else thinks it should be?